Okay, good morning guys. Um, now hopefully some of you will know that I am actually, I'm not the only speaker um, this morning in the service. We've actually uh, really been blessed to have some brilliant extra people coming to lead. So Emily has helped us plan and is going to help lead this service this morning. And Summer is here to help us out as well. So which we're really blessed this morning to have such an ace team uh, backing me up. Otherwise I'd be all on my own and that would be a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, We're going to start with a bit of a game this morning, and I don't know if you know, but the theme of our service today is rescue. We're going to be thinking a bit about the idea of rescue. So we're going to start with a game, and you can see we've got our big table of props here. Uh, What have we got, Em? What have we got? We've got a rubber ring. Here we go. What else have we got? A ambulance. Ambulance. A tow truck. Mm, here we go. A lifeboat. Very exciting. A helicopter. Yes, there it is. A fire engine. Yeah. A rope. Oh, I can't reach that one. Summer, can you? Oh, you got it, you got it. That's a big one. Big rope. Well done. What's our last one? And a husky. Oh, Summer, can you hold that one up for everyone to see? Yeah, look at that. A beautiful, lovely husky. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to come up with some some situations where people might need rescue. And we're going to ask you guys if you can guess maybe which of those things might be really helpful uh, for that rescue. So, oh, Emily, have you got a, a time someone might need rescuing? If your car breaks down on a motorway. Yeah, we might need rescuing if that happens. Any idea which of these things might be useful? Yes. Oh, Zach, do you think you know? Tow truck. Is that right, Em? Yes. Yes, we've got our tow truck. That is a really good thing. If our tow, we might need our tow truck. Summer, can you think of a time someone might need to be rescued? Uh, like when someone's hurt. Yeah, if someone got hurt. Any idea, anyone in our congregation, uh, what we might... One of these might be helpful if we... Emily's giving you a bit of a clue. Is it the ambulance? Is it the ambulance? Yes. Yes, it is the ambulance. Okay. Oh, what about if someone got uh, lost on a snowy mountain, trapped on a snowy mountain? What thing might we need? Any of these might be useful. This one, I think there probably are multiple answers that could work. So I'm making it a bit trickier. Any ideas? Oh, Barbara. Do we think the husky might be able to help find someone if they were lost in the snow? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you very much, Barbara. A perfect answer. Any other things, then? What other ways might people need rescuing? If you're stuck at sea and there's a storm. Oh, stuck at sea in a storm. What do we think? Any ideas? What might be helpful if we were stuck in sea? A storm. It flies too. It flies too, does it? Goodness gracious. Heather? I don't remember. The lifeboat or the helicopter? Which do you think, Em? The lifeboat. The lifeboat. Oh, very, very good. Summer, can you think of any other ways someone might be rescuing? Maybe a fire. When there's a fire. If there's a fire, yeah, it could be a fire. Fire's really dangerous, isn't it? You need a big helpful rescue for that. What do we think could help us in a fire? Mm. That's it, we've stumped our congregation. It's okay, there we go. Big red fire engine. Big red fire engine, does that sound right, guys? Yes. Yes, brilliant, really good stuff. Oh, well done, Graham. That was a a tricksy one. 
Okay, what about if someone had fallen down a really deep hole or off the edge of a cliff or something? What do we think? Mm. Fall? The rope, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, Paul. I think we've used almost everything. We've got one thing, oh, a couple of things left. Have we used? Nope. Nope. What might, what, what, girls, we need to come up with two more things that someone might need rescuing from. If, uh, if, like, you're, you can't swim and you're in a swimming pool and the lifeguard sees you drowning. What might that need, I wonder? The helicopter. The helicopter, no! That's not right, is it, Emily? How dear. (laughs) Is it, do you think, it's our life ring? Our nice inflatable ring? Yep. Yep, Mm -hmm. I think so. I I don't think it would fit me, though. Oh, yeah. We might need to, this particular one might need to rescue quite a small person who is down. That's okay. Oh, really good. So, we've thought about lots of different things that people need to be rescued from. And there are lots of different things that we can use to help rescue people, aren't there? And actually, loads of stories all about rescue in the Bible. And uh, Emily is going to help me tell one now. And uh, just like maybe our storm, that our boat in the, that was lost in the storm, this one, the rescue is done with a boat. So, shall I hold on to this? We'll get set up. So, give Emily a second to get into position. Summer, do you want to stand with me just back here? We'll read the story. Here we go. So, this might be a familiar story, guys, but we're going to be told it in a really amazing way uh, by Emily and her glamorous assistant this morning. So, here we go. Time passed and many people filled the earth. Everyone everywhere had forgotten about God and they were doing bad things all the time. God's heart was filled with pain when he saw what happened to the world he loved. Everywhere was disease and death and destruction, all the things that God hates most. Now, Noah was God's friend, which was odd in those days because nobody else was. Noah listened to God and he talked to God and he just loved being with God like you do with your best friend. Noah, God said, things have gone wrong. People have filled my world with hate instead of love. They are destroying themselves and each other and my world. I must stop them. First, we'll build an ark. Do you know how to build an ark, Summer? No, Noah didn't either. But luckily, God knew and he was going to show him. A storm is coming, God told Noah. But I will rescue you, I promise. I'll send the animals to you, ones that creep and crawl and slither and slime and gallop and hop and bound and climb. And don't forget to pack everyone's food. The storm was going to wash away all the hate and sadness and everything that had gone wrong and make the world clean again. God had thought up a way to keep Noah safe, but Noah would have to trust God and do exactly what God told him. So Noah built an ark, a very large boat. Mm, Noah's neighbours came out to watch and point and laugh because they didn't believe Noah about the boat or the storm or needing to be rescued. And Noah must have looked rather silly. His boat was in the desert. And the desert was nowhere near the sea and there wasn't even a cloud in the sky. Why would anyone need an umbrella, let alone a boat? 
But Noah didn't much mind what other people thought. He minded what God thought, so he just did what God told him to do. When the ark was ready, God said, all aboard, and Noah's family and all the animals climbed inside. The animals came from all places near and far, like God had asked them to, coming and finding their places on board the ark. Everyone had their own little cabin, their own little spot. The whole gang made it on to the ark. And when everyone had made it on board, God shut the door. And it started raining. For minutes that joined up into hours, that joined up into days, that joined up into weeks and weeks. The rain joined up into puddles, that joined up into rivers, that joined up into lakes, just out of the way for me, that joined into a big flood that covered the whole world. The boat that had once seemed so big suddenly seemed very small. But in the middle of the huge storm, in the crashing waves, in all the thunder and lightning, through it all, God was with them. And God kept them safe for 40 long days and 40 long nights. Finally, the rain stopped. The sun came out and Noah threw open all the windows. Hurrah! Everyone shouted. And Noah sent his dove out to explore to see what was out there. Oh, Oh, flew the dove. And it wasn't long before she brought him back a fresh olive leaf. Everyone knew exactly what that meant. She had found a tree and land. The water was going down. At last, the boat landed quite suddenly on top of a great mountain. And as soon as it was safe, God said, out you come and so they did everyone skipping and dancing Summer do you want to take some of the animals outside there you go on to dry land now the first thing that Noah did was he said thank you to God for rescuing them just as he had promised and the first thing that God did was make another promise I won't ever destroy the world with a flood again And like a warrior who puts away his bow and arrow at the end of a great battle, God said, see, I have hung my bow up in the clouds. And there in the clouds, just where the storm meets the sun, was a beautiful rainbow made of light. It was a new beginning in God's world. It wasn't long before everything went wrong again, but God wasn't surprised. He knew this would happen. That's why before the beginning of time, he had another plan, a better plan. A plan not to use a flood, but to send his very own son to rescue his people once and for all. Oh, there we go. The story of Noah's Ark. Now, like we said, there are loads of different rescue stories in the Bible, but we actually picked this one because it is one of Emily's very favourite Bible stories. And uh, Emily, are you going to tell us a little bit about why you like that story so much? Noah is my favourite story because it is a story of how much of a rescuer God is and how much he keeps his promises. 
It's a story of new life and how God wants the world to be. It's also a story of how much trust you can put in God and how much he loves the world. And I I love rainbows and animals too. Yes, so lots of brilliant reasons why this is such a great rescue story. Now, I thought maybe we could play a little bit of a game now, thinking about two of your favourite things about the story, which are animals and rainbows, right? So what we've got, what we're going to give it a try, is we've got a bit of a picture game. We're going to put on the screen, uh, and up on our big projector here, uh, some very close-up bits of animals of different colours, and we're going to see if we can guess what animals there are. And Emily, did you want to make it a competition here in the building? Yes. Okay, so we're going to have this side versus this side, yeah? Yeah. And we'll see which side can get the most right. Maybe we should have team names? Oh, do we want team names? I like that plan. What should we... Do you want to... Summer, can we come up with some team names? What should we call this one? What's a good team name, Summer? The yellow team. The yellow team. So we'll have the yellow team over here. And the blue team. Because the beautiful dress. And the blue team. And the blue team. Blue team. Oh, perfect. So we've got yellow team and our blue team. So... Oh, thank you, Ellen. We've got our first picture up here. This one, I have to admit, we're starting really tricky. And this is trying to be I our think red I know. Animal. I definitely, definitely know this one. Shall we see if we can get some guesses from the blue team and the yellow team first? Yes. Any ideas? Anyone want to make a guess at maybe what this reddish animal might be? It's a tricky one, right? <laughs> Emily, are you on the yellow team or the blue team? Is it a bear? Well, oh, I, it's not I think quite I'm a just bear. on the stage team. We're, we've got our own team. I think team. it's the, a red panda. Oh, we've got a guess over just nice and loud. Mm. What do we think? Is it a red panda? See, they think the same as you. Is it mm. a red panda? Let's find out. Yay! Look how cute red pandas are. Oh, aren't they lovely? Okay, so that's our red animal. What about orange? We've got an orange one now. Any guesses? What could this be, I wonder? Oh, we've got someone in the blue team's got an answer. Hmm? Oh, is it a robin? What do you think it might be, Summer? I think it might be a orangutan. Could be an orangutan. An orangutan is a very orange animal, isn't it? Fiona, I wonder what... Oh! That's two points to the blue team. Mm. Yellow team. Come on, guys. Oh, that's all yellow. This is my yellowish animal. Mm. Oh, Helen thinks it's a lion. Any other guesses? Mm. Oh, we're confident about lion. I, I definitely think it is. Let's have a look, see. Yeah. So we've got a, so we've got a point. Oh, green. Oh, Colin thinks he's got it. Frog. Zach, I think you were, you were there as well with a, a good frog guess. Let's have a look, see. Gosh, aren't frogs great? I love frogs. They're one of my most favourite animals. Which means... How many points to each team? I think it's two and two. I think it's even at this point. It's a butterfly. Oh, we've got butterfly from Alan. Over on the blue team. Yeah. Yeah, so that's three to two. This one's tricky. This is a, my attempt at a purple animal. It's hard to find purple animals. Oh, Zach's got a good guess. What was that, Zach? Beetle. Beetle. I think a 
dragonfly. Or a dragonfly, maybe. Mm. Ooh, let's see, Fiona. Oh, look at that. Very nice. That means it's four to two, and there's only one left. So, blue team, you have got it. But for the pride, let's do our, our very last one. What have we got here? Oh, I know this one. I definitely know this one. Oh, Nick. Flamingo. Do we think that's right, Anne? Definitely. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, look at that. Well Flamingo. done, guys. Well done, Blue Team. Blue Team wins. Blue Team wins. <laughs> really, really well done. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Like, I love looking at all the different colours, all those different things that God has made, the different animals, the different colours, all those really good bits of the story. You could have You did a, win, you're right. You, you could have done a purple fish. Oh, yeah, but I thought in the, in the flood, the fish would have been okay not going in the ark, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> they could have stayed. So that's what I was trying to, I was trying to think of I that. I thought of something that was quite funny. The seas might have gone over onto the land and then when they came back in again the fish would have been left on the land that's probably true emily there might have been some fish left there just flapping about <laughs> dearing me flapping flapping. flapping 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 yes indeed oh imagine oh, if yeah. it was a fish on like a dry mountain oh what a terrible place for a fish to be stuck you're right Unless the mountain held a river. <laughs> That's true. I reckon probably the water went down quite slowly, so most of the fish were probably able to get back to the sea. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. But if there was a fish stuck on the top of a mountain... <laughs> You're right, and probably some fish did get stuck. But now, guys, so there are lots of other rescue stories in the Bible, aren't there? But I think there is one really big rescue story. Do you know what the biggest rescue story in the Bible is? No. The Easter story? The Easter story, you know. I think you're right. Did you hear at the end of the Noah story, it said that one day God was going to send his own son to do the biggest rescue. And that is our Easter story, isn't it? Uh, Emily, how good is your reading these days? You're getting pretty, pretty, pretty really, good. Really, really good. Okay, would you like to read for Because actually, guys, we've given you all a little rainbow handout, those of you who are in the congregation, um, those of you who are at home. We've actually uh, got a little way of using the colours of the rainbow to help us remember actually that very biggest uh, rescue story. So I'm going to ask Emily now if she'll read that out for us. Red the blood that Jesus shed, white the perfect life he led, black is for my heart of sin, green new life I found in him, pink for flowers near his grave, blue the world he came for save, purple temple veil now torn, orange sky on Easter morn, yellow the sun that dawn, when Jesus rose up and when Jesus rose and hope was reborn. Oh, beautifully read, Emily. Thank you. Really good. And that's actually going to lead us into uh, a time of communion this morning. Now, last time we did communion together on a morning service, we used a jammy dodger, didn't we? Um, This morning, because we're looking at the rainbow, I have attempted to get us something rainbowy. Let me dig it out from behind here. Let's see what we've got for our communion this morning. It is 
my best attempt at a rainbowy cake. It's not. It, it looks so good. Thank you, Emily. I'm not a great baker, so that's very reassuring to hear. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, yum, yum. So we've got all our different colours on there. And also, we need our other part of a communion, don't we? We need. We red need juice. our red juice. You're right. It's meant to be our wine or our or our is blood, it, is isn't it? It is blackcurrant, yes. I love blackcurrant. Black oh, perfect. Wonderful. Okay, so what we'll do is maybe we'll spend a little quiet moment doing a bit of deep thinking. Do you think we can manage that, guys? We'll do a little bit of a think through. Um, I'm going to read that little poem again with all the different rainbow colours. And I think maybe it'd be really cool if we could close our eyes and, um, and think of all those, see if we can picture all those different things from that big rainbow story. Do you think we can give that a go? Uh, yeah. Yeah, good job. Definitely. All right. Here we go. So, eyes closed, we're doing some deep thinking. Here we go. Red's the blood that Jesus shed. White's the perfect life he led. Black is for my heart of sin. Green, new life I've found in him. Pink for flowers near his grave. Blue's the world he came to save. Purple, temple veil now torn. Orange, the sky on Easter morn. Yellow is the sun that dawn when Jesus rose and hope was reborn. So we're going to have just a time of communion now. If you are at home uh, and you've got your elements ready to go, uh, now's the time to have them. And those of you in the congregation, if you also have um, your little bits of communion, uh, now is the time to have them ready. We're going to do a really simple communion this morning. I'll pray for us and then we will go through that. Uh, Father, we just thank you Uh, for your rescue, Lord. We thank you that all the way through uh, the Bible, from the very first time uh, that sin and death entered the world, you were working uh, to rescue us, to rescue your people, that no matter what we do and how far we go, you are always there to rescue us and to welcome us back. Uh, We pray this morning as we take communion together, uh, that you would just remind us of that, that you would uh, rescue us once again from the things that maybe we've done that we're uh, not so proud of, the bad or the sad things that we've done, and that you give us a new start and a new life again with you. Now, um, I will cut my cake. I've got some very eager people here ready for a bit of cake. Yeah. Uh, if you guys yeah. take your, your bread or whatever you've got for communion, um, I don't have any bread. Well, that's okay, Zach. Don't panic. Um, and as we eat, I'll ask you guys just to uh, maybe think about the things God has rescued you from. And uh, we will eat together. And uh, let's uh, take our drinks as well. And 
As we drink them, I uh, encourage you guys to just spend a moment in thanks to God for uh, the new life that he gives us and he promises us. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. Uh, 